Let's shift gears. Let's focus a little bit on what's playing out here in terms of gold. Has it been selling off with the dollar rallying back here? Let's take a look at the key levels here to uh, watch. We have Joseph Cavatoni joining us this morning to help us talk metals, gold primarily. He's the head of America's for World Gold Council. Joseph, welcome. It's good to have you with us. I was reading the report the World Gold Council just released, and it looks like gold demand was up some 34% in the first quarter of this year above the first quarter of last year. And this comes in the face of U.S. dollar strength. You noted some of it was tied to strong ETF inflows. That's right. Great to be back. Thanks for having me, Ben. What a really interesting time to keep an eye on the gold market. You're right. 34% increase uh, quarter one for 2022 over the same quarter of 2021. Uh, that came with an obvious price you know, peak of 8% during the period. We've obviously come off those levels. That's 1,234 tons. That's also averaging about 19% above our five-year rate. And that is really a story of moderate growth in bar and coin, uh, challenges in the jewelry market as China really one of the largest markets for jewelry consumption kind of closed down under COVID circumstances again and really kind of shut that down a bit. And you rightfully point out the big story, which is ETFs. What is that telling us? It's telling us that the market is basically concerned about risk and uncertainty. It's concerned about what you've highlighted in terms of the economic outlook and the risk that comes along with geopolitical risks, the ongoing war, Russia invading the Ukraine. People are moving their money in. 268 tons or 16 billion came in through March into ETFs. That's really substantial. That's a huge flow in. Continuing into April, it's raised up to 306 tons or $19 billion. And we're at a $238 billion market worldwide, which is about 2% off its all-time highs. And just to put it into context, that's split equally between Europe and the U.S., a little more to the U.S. market. But you're really seeing investors speaking to the fact that they're still concerned around what's going on with the uh, geopolitical risks and the risk and uncertainty of these markets. You know, very, very high levels of costs, very low levels of growth, concerned, and people are definitely flocking to the metal. Joseph, what's it telling you when we see jewelry consumption losing momentum in the first quarter, demand down 7%, you noted, softer demand in China and India? Yeah, definitely challenges around people out, people spending, feeling good about spending, Jewelry demand in China really impacted by the shutdown. I mean, it's a terrible sort of circumstances. But early in the year, we saw that demand was up. But ultimately, as things started to slow down with the COVID-related shutdowns, really just stepping back. And those two markets are driven. Now, jewelry is a huge consumable in both China and India. But we're seeing that slow a bit, really, as a consequence of ongoing challenges around not only COVID, but also just general economic outlook and people trying to get a handle on exactly where these markets are going to go. You know, one point I didn't make, but I think is worth noting, you know, in some of these emerging markets, we've got Egypt and Turkey, for example, as the largest buyers in first quarter, and we've seen central banks stepping back into the market. So while we're seeing slowdown in jewelry, you're definitely seeing investors and central banks picking that up. Well, that has been a trend that continues, it sounds like, central bank uh, demand for gold. If that has been the case, can you speak to that some? Yes, absolutely. What we're really dealing with is uh, a reserve currency and a lot of the same fundamentals that you would hear large investors talking to, returns, the kind of correlation they need in their reserve portfolios, uh, the liquidity that's critical and important, and ultimately having an impact on the portfolio performance. So you see it mainly where we're seeing uh, either dollar-based assets or forms of bonds that are being sold out of some of these reserve currencies 
and gold filling that need in the portfolios. 19 to 20 emerging markets, central banks have been buyers over the last 10 years. And again, you see it happen when there's a need for certainty around how you want your portfolio to perform. Uh, gold holding below the 50-day moving average. You're looking at it right here, but I want to point out holding above the 200-day moving average still. So again, all this talk about gold as it pulls back below 1,900, it's struggled to take out the 2,100 level that the bulls ultimately want to see it uh, hurdle. But uh, you can see again over the years. I mean, uh, going back, it has and continues to be a pretty good uh, longer-term investment here, as it's not far from that all-time high right now. And you know, in terms of gold remaining elevated, we were talking a minute ago. Uh, before we brought you in, in terms of the indices selling off, I mean, this is somewhat a reflection of, and you kind of touched on the point, investors on ease with the dollar relatively elevated well as well. It speaks to that safe haven type tendency that we've seen, and uh, even kind of a reflection of what we've seen in the VIX here, holding relatively elevated as well. That's it. What you're seeing right now, now look, our data suggests that we've looked at the last five to six real rate moves that have been done by central banks, and what you find is leading into that, gold's going to become a, a price that's going to be under pressure. What people are doing is they're liquidating, generating cash, looking to make the moves in line with the rate moves to try and find the opportunities. Shortly after that, what you'll find is the price of gold will perform back to where it trends regularly, which is on an upward trajectory. So ultimately, people are looking at this market and trying to figure out exactly how rates are going to move, what the Fed's going to be doing. You know, you've got an overheating economy. You've got risk assets being sold off. You've got a real challenge. Now, we kind of have the signal of where the rates are going to move, but is that going to be enough to really slow things down or pull things off, I should say? And no one really knows. I mean, ultimately, you still have you know, increased prices, inflated prices, supply chain issues, geopolitical conflicts causing that, COVID still hanging on and causing those types of issues, all that coupled with the fact that you really need to find a way to take the heat out of this economy and you know, slower growth. And coupled in with the ultimate uh, increase in prices. Joe, so you're looking at inflation. That being said, I mean, we always talk about how the trend is your friend. I often say uh, continuation more likely than change. I mean, what are we looking for here in the coming weeks and months as we uh, begin the month of May? Ultimately, uh, one could expect more of the same to continue in terms of some of this intraday volatility we've seen, that safe haven type tendency, and uh, again, some of these sell offs being bought up ultimately over the long term. Uh, for the haul, long haul, I should say, to the upside. For sure. I think, like I mentioned a little bit ago about where gold goes moving into a rate, rate increase or, or moving the rates by the central banks, what we should watch for is to watch the market react, settle down, and then ultimately let's see what happens with some of these other bigger risks. You know, we, we often talk about that wall of worry that was there before mm -hmm. uh, the COVID situation. It's still there. We need to see how those, ma those matters play out. The geopolitical risks, in particular, this continual, uh, you know, situation in the Ukraine. These are factors that are still weighing on people. So we'll watch and see how gold performs in the risk and uncertainty kind of construct that we're going to be keeping an eye on as we get out of the immediate reaction to a rate move likely this week. Okay. Well, as we uh, keep an eye on this wall of worry. Uh, as you put it, uh, gold continues to be a pillar of strength in many ways. So we'll watch gold, some of the other metals as well. Not as much so, but gold continues to remain at these elevated levels, relatively elevated levels, even with the dollar strain. Joseph, appreciate you joining us and sharing your Monday with us. And starting the week here on the TD Ameritrade Network, Joseph Cavatoni, the head of America's for the World Gold Council.